Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm doing the show tonight with General Roberts and Sue Timberlake. Hello. And hey there. Given the uh, what we're going to be talking about for the whole episode tonight, I think I do need to reiterate that the views and opinions expressed by the three of us on this show are ours and ours alone. They aren't even necessarily shared by the other two people on the mic here, um, much less anybody at the station or uh, the station as an organization or any uh, the underwriters or other supporters of the station. So, And if you ha- uh, have bones you want to pick with any of us after uh, you listen to the show tonight, uh, email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com. We're happy to hear any kind of feedback, uh, though we prefer you keep it civil because this is, after all, civil politics. So, yeah. And, John, there was something... Uh, you wanted to uh, say up top before we get into talking about uh, the, the 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 terrible attacks by Hamas and the fallout therefrom and all that stuff. So uh, please. Well, that actually goes to the to the um, the heart of what I was uh, going to say. The the very the when we're talking about especially any news about Israel and Palestine, um, and we really need to use our media literacy. Um, We, everybody listening to us right now, including the three of us, we have lived through the past, you know, 30 years of, well, some people, the last, like, however long we've been alive with a lot of uh, focus on Israel, how the United States um, supports Israel, and that's really important, everything like that. And it is in some respects. The thing is that a lot of the reporting and a lot of the people in public, uh, celebrities, public officials, things like that, everybody is going to have bias, including the three of us. And mm-hmm. the, mo- the more important things to think about whenever, th- whenever listening, reading, watching any reporting on, especially on this conflict, is... This is not an easy situation. Anybody that says this is it's simple, you just have to do this and it'll be okay. There are no simple answers. Do not trust anybody that says that. If anybody says, well, this side is completely right and this side is completely wrong, they are incorrect. And you need to really watch yourself when when watching those people because there is a long and interesting let's say history with these two peoples uh if anybody says like if basically you need to watch out for bias you need to you need to make sure that you are watching out for bias and accepting that we will all have bias in how we approach this so keep your mind open uh, make sure that you're trying to filter out any of the noise and remember that 
there are real lives on both sides of any conflict that we have to consider and the history of especially like i said these two um peoples that stretches back to the 40s and before so that's all i wanted to say just it even listening to us we are i mean i'm always right but they might not be so <laughs> just keep okay, keep John that in, keep that in mind uh when when listening even to <laughs> us to any reporting on this keep an open mind and make sure that you're filtering out filtering out anybody that is spe- that's grifting and trying to spout bs like oh it's someone is right and someone is wrong and this it that's not how life works so anyway just want to put that at the top. Yeah, that's good. I agree. Um, so I have a, a major gripe with some of the news coverage, which is yeah. probably good to get out of the way. Just one. I've had a, a lot of news, <laughs> as a lot of the news talking heads have been comparing this to 9-11, the is, Israeli, uh, oh. the Hamas attack on Israel. And the way they make it is that they say, well, if you took the population of Israel and compared it to the U.S., then you have to multiply the casualties by the factor that, you know, the U.S. is bigger. So so they're basically, well, and it so enraged me because if your premise is, first of all, it's nothing like 9-11, but if all people are equal, then one death in Africa equals one death in Israel equals one death in Britain. And I just... They were so trying to, to I don't know, reach an American audience, but mm-hmm. I found it really offensive because the premise is that, you know, it's a relation to population and how many people died. And, you know, a death is a death is a death. So I just have to say that up front. And they all did it. You know, Fox did it. CNN did it. MSNBC did it. They were all doing it, you know, oh. especially in the early days. I I actually... Um, missed what I like I said um, that is an interesting um, that's an interesting way to start after after your intro Mike uh, because mm-hmm. you said you were talking about the attack of Hamas on Israel mm-hmm. and th- it that makes it sound like Hamas just attacked Israel out of nowhere um, and they certainly did not they did not know. And no. that's and like that goes to the heart of what I was talking about. Like even like sure. I, I know that you don't you're not trying to like spin anything. It's just you're talking about like the immediate aftermath of of everything that like the immediate like big news that's happening. But uh, so we need to on, watch out for our connotations. On October well, yeah, that those acapella groups are terrible. Um so <laughs> Um, on October 7th, 2023, <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know, I was in a, I was in a, uh, an acapella group called the connotations. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> and, and if you'd ever seen them, you'd know, just, there's a reason why there are warrants out at the Hague in the international court of justice for those <laughs> despicable musicians. I'm recording from a, from a secret location. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. A bunker somewhere. Um, <laughs> right. So October 7th of 2023, um, uh, certainly not out of any kind of, uh, 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 you know, unmotivated or inexplicable or without any previous context, but um, unexpectedly after, uh, uh, you know, in a break from the uh, 
relative uh, quiet uh, and uh, uh, lack of, of, you know, relative lack of strife that's been true over the past few years. Uh, the uh, militant group Hamas launched attacks out of the Gaza Strip that um, uh, caught the uh, Israeli army completely by surprise, uh, and they attacked a number of uh, military bases and uh, towns uh, and a music festival uh, in, within a few miles of the Gaza Strip. And I haven't seen the latest numbers, but the you know certainly more than twelve hundred, maybe thirteen hundred people uh, were killed uh, in Israel, or Israelis were killed. I guess is how I've seen it phrased. And um, in response, the Israeli government has just leveled you know whole blocks of buildings in uh, Gaza, and has killed. Uh, a similar number of people from what I've the reports I've seen though my understanding is it's much harder to get uh uh accurate information about what's going on or precise numbers out of Gaza simply because uh it's hard to communicate and uh because of the Israeli blockade that's been happening there since 2007 and um just there's just you know there's a lack of resources and a lot more chaos and when you've got like a you know, twenty-story building that's collapsed. It's hard to, you know, sift through and figure out who's there. You know, who's buried under the rubble or whatever. So, uh, but it it, it was. Um, I think it's fair to describe, um, in the uh, uh, in terms of just what happened uh, starting on Saturday the seventh. Uh, Hamas, I think it'd be fair to say, launched a pogrom. Uh, they Define. sent, yeah, they sent hundreds of soldiers out and they, uh, in some places anyways, I mean, they, they, they captured people and took hostages apparently, but in a number of locations, they simply went around just killing everybody they, they ran into. Um, and I've heard they think it was 1500 soldiers at this point that came across. Yeah. I don't Israel. I don't know how many like it is it is worth noting there's about 2 million people living in the Gaza strip and most of them from what I've heard aren't you know huge fans of the uh uh violent kleptocrats that make up the leadership of uh Hamas but you know that's kind no, of what no they're stuck with no elections since 2006 right which is when Hamas been won no elections. what was arguably a protest vote because they were kind of tired of Fatah, the uh, uh, faction that uh, heads the Palestinian Authority, is a you know connected to the the old Palestinian Liberation Organization of Yasser Arafat. So it's like Ugh. so, but yeah, they haven't had an election since then. So God really knows what the the majority of people in Gaza think about Hamas. But I think it is worth noting. And and getting back to your point, Sue, about how like, well, proportionally, this is what it means. Okay. So proportionately, uh, half the population of Gaza is apparently children, people 18 years and under. Yeah. So that's one out of 2 million people. And if Gaza were the United States of America, that would mean that 165 million people in the US were kids. And it's uh, not quite that many. 
So, yeah. 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 I would. And like we're all to... trying to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I would like to rewind a bit to Please. October 6th. Yes. Um, there was, uh, and this is, I'm going to say specifically, another surge in uh, violence from the the settlers who shouldn't be there. The Israeli settlers. Israeli settlers in attacking a Palestinian village. Just setting things on fire, hurting people. They just like walked in there, and with some with some of the military, uh, a man who was hiding on his roof, uh, maybe throwing like rocks or something, was killed. Oh dear. Um, this was the day before. He was this. Uh, this man was uh, Labib uh, Dumedi. I'm sorry about the name. He was 19 and shot uh, by an Israeli settler uh, because they were armed. I have no doubt that this might have contributed to Hamas's attack on is on Israelis. And this has ha- been happening for the past year, at least. Like, the people that are moving into Palestinian territory are then going into Palestinian towns and just wrecking stuff up and then sometimes just taking stuff. Yeah. This Never is, mind this land. Is, yeah, exactly. Like, and land, like moving into people's houses after they, and protected by the Israeli, the IDF. Yes. Yep. The, and, uh, but on the other side, like we have had Hamas, uh, like firing rockets into Israel. It's a, it, this is a powder keg. And it was going to go off eventually, but this is. It took a lot of planning. They think maybe a year of planning. So it probably didn't happen because of the day before, but certainly contributed to the rage and anger on both sides. Like this sort of, this sort of thing that does not happen overnight. Like they, they were clearly like set up for something, but uh, I if that didn't happen, I don't know if this attack would have happened, happened. And it's, and nobody talks about it. Yeah. Um, I just want to be, well, people are, well, yeah, people are, people don't want to be labeled the anti-Semitic. Yes. Well, and this is also important being anti-Israel or, or criticizing Israel is not the same as criticizing Judaism or Jews, different things. Yeah, Jews. they're and different things. Criticizing Hamas isn't the same thing as saying Palestinians are terrible, or you know, or 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 exactly. you know, being against Arabs or whatever. Exactly. Um, you know, especially because like well, those labels can be well, like can be complicated are... and overlap. There are you know Palestinians with Israeli citizenship and uh, Christian and Jewish Palestinians, and uh, I mean, just all kinds of are Israeli citizens technically. Uh, not all of them, but uh, uh, some of them. I mean, are, yes. like pals, like the the West Bank, Gaza Strip. They are within Israel. Yeah, territory. I don't <laughs> think they are considered Israeli citizens, though. It's, no, they're not. It's I mean, it's I part mean of what's like they live in Israel territory. Yeah, like, that's why it's apartheid. Exactly. Yeah, I I I think I yes, because I think the difference is I think they're considered Israeli nationals, but not Israeli citizens. It's like um, yeah. Uh, we similar thing, I believe. Uh, people who live in uh, uh, American Samoa are uh, Samoa are, uh, you know, 
they get U.S. passports, but they're not considered citizens or something like that. It's yeah, it's it's a whole thing. But the well, and like and again, it's it's the... a it's a settler colonial uh, uh, state, yes. much in the same way that um, well, Massachusetts is. Yes. <laughs> um, it you know that happened longer ago, and you know circumstances were somewhat different, but. Um, you know, it is like like I, I just want to say that like uh, I certainly have some critical things to say about uh, the nation of Israel and its government and its military, but I, I want to st- you know be clear in 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 this context certainly um, any criticism of Israeli uh, settlement and displacement of the people who lived in Palestine starting seventy five years ago when the nation was formed. Um, those criticisms can and do apply to the United States of America, including, you know, uh, and its citizens, including me, you know, uh, I'm, uh, absolutely the beneficiary of a colonialist genocide. It just happened a long time ago. Well, I, actually it, it arguably still continues, but like the, you know, yeah. King Philip's war was the 17th century for gosh sakes. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, if we criticize, uh, the governor of West Virginia. Um, or, or and their why state house. We? Yeah, and yeah. why wouldn't we? Exactly. That doesn't mean we don't like the people of West Virginia. Yeah. What you know. A, what about white men north of, you know, okay. north of Richmond? Richmond, north of Richmond. Richmond, north of Richmond. North of Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Screw them too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because the those DC are the politicians. <laughs> but <laughs> that doesn't mean we hate everybody in Washington D.C. or America. You know. And. Right. And as as we have mentioned from time to time on this show, you know, we live in Massachusetts. <laughs> um, you know, William Bulger was the head of our state, you know, legislature. Yeah. You know, a lot of spe- speakers a lot of speakers go to jail. Yep, yeah, in Massachusetts. Yeah. He didn't, I don't think, them, but them. No, but, no, he got a. He, they promoted him to UMass. They gave him a reward right. to get him out of the state house. I mean, he didn't right. do I genocides, believe- but that we know of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now nah, you're right. He, he didn't, but his, his 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 brother, the notorious gangster Whitey Bulger, certainly killed a bunch of people. Um, yeah, I think they talked. I'll just leave it at that. I think they talked. I mean, so getting- when I say drop a nuke on on Putin, I'm, I'm not talking about all the Russians in the world. Getting, you know, I'm getting talking about to- Putin. Yeah. Um, getting back to uh, the the conflict, um, the uh, one thing that really really worries me is the rhetoric coming from the um, the re- Israeli leadership. You know uh, Netanyahu, and they just formed BB. a and yeah, BB and um, the the unity they, government they, the they unity just government, formed yeah. unity war government because they did not want to get yeah, it's not it's but, not quite a unity government. Yeah, it's like a fig leaf for for uh, Netanyahu. It's it's funny. It doesn't have any power exactly. It's not like they actually formed a unity government. He didn't give up any power. I, I I have to push back. According to what I've read, and I'm particularly thinking of a summary that Fred Kaplan gave over at Slate. So grab a whole bunch of salt and throw it all over what I'm about to say. <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> please okay. do. But just there there were a couple of points like that. Um, uh, uh, Benny Gantz, who's the head of sort of the opposition, the opposition, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, is 
got more votes than Netanyahu did in the the most recent election. Uh, he just wasn't able to form a, a, a coalition government with various uh, other parties. Like there are a bunch of ultranationalists. Right, yeah, right. He wouldn't yeah. join with them. Right. And he's, I heard him say, make no mistake, this is not a unity government. This is, we're oh, going to do this. Oh, fair point then, yeah, just, okay. Yeah. He, right. He it's said, a wartime you know, government. I, it's a war cabinet. It's a yeah. war cabinet. And it's a, well, a war and, cabinet. And yes, and that was that were the points. Number one, apparently, like the m- m- war decisions will be made by the uh, sort of the the war cabinet triumvirate of Netanyahu, Benny Gantz, and I can't remember the name of the current Israeli Secretary of Defense. But like those three people are going to be the the decision makers about uh, Israeli military strategy going forward and how they're going to proceed. And the other thing is, uh, Mr. Gantz apparently refused to actually. Uh, step in and work with Mr. Netanyahu uh, in dealing with in this time of crisis, unless Mr. Netanyahu agreed that the Israeli Knesset, their their parliamentary assembly, would not consider any legislation that wasn't directly connected to the war or this current crisis. Because there's been this whole thing about uh, the Knesset oh, ratcheting review. in the power, yeah. yeah, the power of the judiciary to check the power of the legislature in Israel because they don't have a written constitution. So, like that, you know, courts handing down they rulings don't. is one of the major checks. No, they don't. No, they, at all. Nope. Right. They, they they have a de facto constitution in the same way the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland just does. work off of vibes. Like, what's going on? They pass laws law. and and they've got vibes. Yeah. yeah, and case law. You know, <laughs> like legislation, precedents, and vibes. That's that. That's Jesus. it. Yeah, which yeah. is why for the last year there's been a hundred thousand people in the streets in Israel every Saturday night. Yeah. Young people protesting what. BB was trying to do to the justice system, and Biden's warned BB yeah. not to do that to the justice system because it all of a yeah. sudden they're not a democracy anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, and they, they they arguably aren't anyways, argu- but yeah. yeah. Well, they were arguing. Some people have argued that that's why the military was in such disarray because of what Netanyahu has done to the country. How Could divided be. it is. Could be people I've not s- going for their yeah. I certainly have no expertise to allow me to point fingers at what's going on in the Israeli military. But I do note that there were apparently there was a, a number of reservists refused to call up, I think, uh, in September, I think, August. Yeah. Yep. But like like yep. there was a like we're not gonna answer the sum this this, you know, call to duty summons we've gotten because uh we don't like what you're doing to try and curtail the power of the courts. It's illegitimate. You're trying to become a, a dictator or whatever. Um, you know, but as far as I know, all 300,000 of the reservists who were called up after the attacks last weekend, those people all sort of showed up right away, you know, because yeah. that's actually it's, I've, it's different. I've heard a lot of people went when they heard what was happening, all the retired generals I'm sure. and everything. I'm sure. Yeah, they it's, went right to the. It's right an all hands on deck. And, and, yeah. In in that limited respect of this is a shocking crisis, an unexpected act of terror that has killed a lot of people and has really sort of uh, 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 damaged a sense of security uh, that people ha- in Israel had. In that respect, it is akin to how 9-11 affected uh, the United States. You know, just like, oh, my God, like people are blowing up, you know, destroying the World Trade Center in New York City. Like, what? You know. So that was, yeah. you know. I remember the state police at the state house in, in Boston. 
Yeah. They, they weren't there that day. Yeah. They were all out. They, they, you know, surrounded the state house. They sent people home. Yeah. It was really, yeah. they were pretty afraid. Yeah. It, nobody yeah. knew what was happening. True. Yeah. The one good thing that's come from this, I shouldn't say this. I should save it till the end of the show. <laughs> My God. Maybe there, I will. There's, there's a good thing. I, well, yeah. All right. Keep us in suspense about that, please. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> one good thing the the thing i was gonna say like about the rhetoric coming out of the 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 cabinet um is the the all-consuming like we are going to roll in and get these guys and it doesn't say and understandable understandable anger because hamas has kidnapped like a hundred people and they're saying like we're gonna we're gonna end them like one of them if you bomb yep. some place and don't let us know to get out the the civilians. Which yeah, <laughs> that whole back and forth. Think about yeah. that for a second. You know, yeah, like yep. they're the gonna one, annihilate. You're going to the Gaza, annihilate. People in Gaza. Yeah, this sounds like cleansing. It. And it's worth noting, uh, Mr. Netanyahu did uh, issued a warning a few days ago, saying like everybody in Gaza should get out of the uh, get out of our way. They should leave. And of course, Gaza has been blockaded by the Israeli army since 2007. Like the Where border crossings, go? right? Like like there is they nowhere can't. they cannot leave. Yeah. You know, it's and it's it's off it's, so their it's phones are dead. You know, yep. <laughs> drums in the deep. We cannot get out. There have you know? been there have been calls from the UN to 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 Israel for, for Israel to let humanitarian aid get in and they have gone unanswered. Yeah. On the yeah. other hand, and let people out. Let people out. Yeah. On the other hand, tons My understanding of is there's and yeah. so many so many people killed in in uh in Israel. Just so so like we talked about at the at the yeah. top like there have, there has been so so many people killed like in um in israel it boggles the mind it's like i can't even imagine um so yeah. they like i said and, at the top it's new there's nuance here that we can't forget about on either side like hamas do you like i wouldn't be surprised if israel had more like gave gave the palestinians more autonomy and didn't like let settlers just roll into their into the territory that they said they wouldn't they the is the the palestinians might not have put hamas into power because you know they had food and stuff you know? so one but, you know mm -hmm. oh it's so do you guys know the word for that for latimore what the Not the <laughs> no Vladimir, yeah. the Holodomor the the famine in Ukraine that Stalin engineered. Yep, the Red Famine. Four four yep. million Ukrainians starved. Yeah, well, yep. that's what that's what the Israelis are talking about for for ha, Gaza. Wait, has they, some of the Israelis actually mentioned the word Holodomor? No, the news the news folks are are okay. talking about that I mean, kind that, of behavior. That, that that seems like an apt parallel, but like like oh, not a God. parallel. Just that to this day, the Ukrainians talk no, no, about no. it. Absolutely. And, yeah. And and that it's a way it is considered a war crime Absolutely. To, um, to cut off food and energy and heat to the and collective you know, punishment. Like, Absolutely. It's all just like 
Putin's been trying to do to the current Ukrainians. Yes. You know, with you oh, know, yeah, bombing the harbors and there's yeah. a lot of parallels. There's a lot of 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 points to make here. Uh, I'm I'm there. There's a weird, you know, this is like a weird funhouse mirror version of the Third Jewish War under the Emperor Hadrian in about the 120s AD, um, when uh, he uh, following. I love the, it when you go historical. Well, the 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 the, the Roman Empire <laughs> basically like they'd fought a. a brutal war with uh uh the people of Judea you know the 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 Jews of the time and uh it had been a, a bloody and difficult war and uh Rome had won but it had it had been a real fight and uh they'd essentially kind of depopulated uh Judea and uh Emperor Hadrian when he took over because I think that was the I think the depopulation happened under his predecessor Trajan um, so Hadrian comes in and he's like, well, let's rename, uh, Jerusalem, Ayo Capitolina and, uh, you know, we'll bring in new people and whatever. And, um, uh, was that there Samaria was, too? I'm not sure. Uh, and there was a, there Did was there? a, there was a Samaria. massive Jewish uprising and, uh, apparently like ultimately the Romans brought in 12 legions to ruthlessly stamp it all out. And, uh. It was after that, arguably, that when the diaspora truly started because, uh, you know, Jews were forbidden to like, – like there was a Jewish uprising from the Jewish population on the island of Cyprus. And after that was put down, uh, all the Jews were expelled from Cyprus and, the, and, and they were forbidden – you know, Jewish settlers were forbidden in the future on the island of Cyprus at that time. Um, so just this, this really bitter antagonism um, – and this, like, well, in order to re have really have peace, we just need to wipe these people out and drive them out of their homes. And, uh, but that was the Romans talking about the 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 Jews back then. And now there's a weird parallel with uh, mm. what Bibi Netanyahu is doing. And uh, uh, and uh. As I, I, anybody who knows Jewish history can tell you, the Emperor Hadrian is 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 remembered as like an absolute monster uh, in in sort of Jewish history. Um, yeah, you know, we remember him for the wall with again that split the Brigantes territory in northern Britain, but uh, that was sort of a side note. Um, what he did, anyway. We should take a we we should take a short break here because uh, there's so much more to talk about. Um, and we'll be back with more of this uh, on civil politics in just a couple of minutes. Uh, this is Valley Free Radio. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. 
For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow, and I'm still talking about the aftermath of the sudden attack by Hamas on Israel on October 7th with John Ren Su. Um, yeah, we were um, in the first, we were ending the first half talking about uh, uh, the, the rhetoric that uh, uh, everybody's using to talk about uh, uh, the, 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 you know, this particular outbreak of violence and the Israeli response and sort of the larger context of um Israel's wars uh, since it was created 75 years ago and the acts of terrorism and everything. And it's the thing that, that sort of has struck me. I don't know how you guys feel about this, but um, have, have you guys ever – have you guys really sort of started to notice how the, uh, everyone who's saying like, well, I condemn these attacks, of course. And you know, I think for the record – we all do, all three of us. Like, we don't like acts of terror. We don't like murder and violence and mayhem. People shouldn't um, be killed. Yeah, I know, hot take. Yeah. Um, but it's like, of course, killing innocent civilians is wrong. Is is a thing I've heard a lot, and I just like, um, does that mean it's okay to kill guilty civilians? What about innocent soldiers? Uh. You know, like it, are there it's, really rules in a war? Yeah, well, it's a good question. No, not technically, not really. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if this they, is an actual war. Well, they, what makes it an actual Israel war? Declared a war. They declared a war. Two, well, two nations, legally, I guess. Like, or is this a police action? That's what I'm saying. Well, and the whole concept of like a legal declaration of war, I believe that goes back to the. Greek city states. It's certainly something that the Roman Republic did. There was like a, yeah. you know, like a formal notice, like we are at war, and they'd send, you know, like it was a thing that they they did, you know, yeah, they'd like they they send a, they send a guy saying <laughs> we are at war with you, yeah. So and then, like the, then, the, then the other side would kick the guy into a pit and say uh, we are you're an in, insert country here. <laughs> well, those are the Greeks, and that and that guy was Persian, and. uh uh, uh, sorry. So, what, did you you said something? I couldn't quite hear you. A fatwa, you said? Yeah, yes. Yeah, isn't that what a fatwa is? When the when the um, the grand puba of the religion declares I, war on somebody? I well, think I don't think Islam doesn't really have. Well, Islam doesn't really have uh, a grand puba. Um, it's not Catholicism, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what a fatwa is. It's a it's a declaration of some kind, but yeah. I don't. I don't speak well, Arabic. It's and a I don't, crusade, right? Christian, it's a crusade, right? And that was, uh, and that's a thing that was made up in the 1090s by Pope Urban II, because um, he had a <laughs> he had some political problems he wanted to solve, and he he thought, how about I get a whole bunch of you know 
angry soldiers here in Europe and send them east so they bother somebody else. I do think it's but, worth you know, wars do have rules. I mean, certainly, you know, people say, "Oh, the Geneva Convention or rules of engagement," or and actually, I was watching um, PBS, believe it or not, today, and uh, one of the reporters. Um, said that the Human Rights Watch has uh, some evidence that the Israelis used white phosphorus on uh, the border near uh, Gaza and also on the border near Lebanon. Mm. And that was, you know, they said not totally proven, but they have some evidence of it. And that's a war crime that Israel, if, if true, just just, I mean, you can understand that they're using every means possible, but you know that's that's. It, it's funny how we think about it. Like this is okay, but that's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, unlike the anti-war folks, it would say nothing's okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's there's no rules in a knife fight. A knife fight, and then the guy shoots him. I think that's a famous scene from a movie, <laughs> right? Because the guy had Something, a gun in a knife fight. The Untouchables. Well, I mean, there's. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Sure, That's that what I too. was thinking of. It's Indy Jones. Yeah, but that that kind of what? No rules. What? Sometimes it seems almost. Well, did you guys ever see the? Um, is it the Queen of Hearts? It's about the two militaries that are fighting, and they inadvertently let people out of a psych hospital. It's a real famous cult film. Um, oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, Queen of Hearts. Something and the whole like point that. of it was that the two armies massacre each other and they don't realize that folks are out of the mental institution. And the whole point of the movie was, and those folks go back into the institution after all the soldiers are dead, but it's sort of like, who's the crazier, you know, the two, the two armies that kept shooting each other till they were all killed or the folks that went back into the building and, you know, continued their lives as, it, it it was it was very good. If you ever get a chance to see it, it's actually really good. But, I, I, you know, I saw it during like the forty Vietnam years War. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think but, I think as far as you like, sure, we can say there's rules in war. We can say there's lines you don't cross. But I mean, the whole point of war is uh, that it's already like we're 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 using murder to solve problems. So like, there's no. We're already crossing the biggest line, so at this point, it's just sort of, you know, arguing over the the niceties of it. I, 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 we are right. I, I think I, I think um, William Tecumseh Sherman, who was a general in the Union Army, um, he's the one who did the march to the sea uh, from Atlanta. You know, when 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 Georgia howled, it was called. Um, but. Uh, he ordered everybody in Atlanta to get out because they were going to burn the city down. And the mayor of the city was like, no, you, you know, that's horrible. Like we've got civilians here. And in his response, uh, General Sherman wrote a short letter in response to the mayor in 1864. And he, he, it's when he, I believe he coined a, a, fra- a famous phrase that's attributed to him. And he just wrote, war is cruelty and you cannot refine it. I've and I, I just, that. yeah. And, and so, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, and, I, and yeah, so like, yeah, we can, we can say that's, that's unacceptable and whatever. Like, 
but none of it's acceptable because I, I don't know. Uh, like one of the, so one, here's, I, here's go ahead. Here's yeah, a yeah. little, go ahead. a little factoid. So Netanyahu, they were grilling him because they're saying, well, you've cut off all the electricity. People don't have any phones. You can't text them. Mm-hmm. You're not telling them to get out of a building before you flatten it. And he said, oh, well, we're sending, we send the munition to the roof that explodes, but doesn't knock the building down. And that's your warning to get out of the building. So they are making what? attempts to get civilians out of the building, even if they don't, you know, there's no TV, there's no way to tell them. So they send a bomb first that makes a loud noise and lets you know that your building's about to be flattened. And then, you know, you probably have a few minutes. Hopefully you're not handicapped and on the 20th floor with no elevators and no electricity. But they're yeah. doing that so <laughs> civilians can leave the building, right? Mm. So it's like, now, is that civilized? Do they know? Uh, is that That's a signal? <laughs> or do they think, uh, oh, I... it's a bomb? Because <laughs> if we there got was lucky. an explosion <laughs> above me or around me, then I'd be like, oh, that was a bomb. Thank God it didn't hit us. Well, or thank like God it didn't do guide, um, much damage. Let's hide in the basement in the bunker. Have they have did they communicate this information to the Palestinian people? Somehow, hard to know. Oh, they're communicating. Or are they just shooting bombs that intentionally miss first. How long do they have until they shoot the actual bomb? Well, and of course, Hamas will bail out of the building too. So, well, yeah, but how long? <laughs> like, if they shoot an a, a warning explosion over someone's building, yep. How long until the actual explosion happens? They didn't like, really specify. Minutes? I. I assume that you better move immediately out of the building. But how tall are these buildings? Some of these buildings are like ten stories, right? Yeah, there's guys. Yep. Yeah, there's guys. There's no electricity. Yep. They have to. You have to run down the stairs in the dark. Yep. In the dark. What if someone is disabled or sick or on crutches? Yep. Yeah, disabled or sick. But, yeah. but well, if there's world, one thing we I learned mean, from nine eleven, it's that it's really easy to get out of buildings in the dark. You know, going down the flights of stairs Jesus. with no electricity. <laughs> going back to nine eleven. Sorry, I just <laughs> I was puckish. I couldn't I was, help it. And I went to Maui Jesus. where they didn't set off the um, the tsunami alarm because they thought people had run in the wrong direction. Which <laughs> and it's I like, mean, yuck, actually makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah that's like and they yeah. the head of safety quit. He he said that he was you know he's getting really harassed for that. Well, now that they tested the alarm system for the cell phones and activated all of our 5G <laughs> chips, um, I think that won't really be a problem. They'll just start controlling us and start moving the population towards a safe area. Yeah. Um, Run away from Northampton. We're, we're going to <laughs> yeah. oh get rid of all the... Socialists, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a what a world we live in, where that's the explanation of how they're going to get civilians out of buildings they're flattening. Yeah, it, it, and a, a a bomb that misses—that's what it is. <laughs> no, it's they're going to land it on the roof. That it, it <laughs> hits the roof. A, yeah, a, they're going to drop <laughs> a bomb that isn't big enough to, to to destroy the building, but big enough to like you know blow off the roof. That's that's your <laughs> that's nuanced word. communication, especially in an area that has been bombed before, because an explosion near a building that is already it's happening all the time. That's not going to just fall. Down. Oh God, yeah. Jesus! Right. 
Right. And remember, of course, the entire Gaza Strip, which includes Gaza City and another and, and a number of sort of surrounding towns and whatever, that whole area is only like 150 square miles. It's it's smaller than New York City. I think about half the size of the five boroughs of New York. Of Manhattan or something. Yeah, half the size I think it's bigger Manhattan. than Man- it's bigger than Manhattan, but it's it's like it, the, yeah. the five boroughs are larger. It's yeah. so just yeah. Oh God, that I don't know why that's sticking with me. But it Which? is well, because I heard it and it stuck with me. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, uh, a fatwa is a ruling on a point of Islamic law given by a recognized authority. Ah, That's what it is. So that's any 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 priest or any uh, imam. They don't have a yeah yeah. a a specific a specific person. Like uh, it's basically like if a judge says like, okay, this is what this means, but it could be this is what this means, which means that guy needs to die. Or something. It depends on like, yeah. and it also depends on like who's listening to the person, you know. So there was a fatwa against um. Oh God, forget his name. Yes, someone rushed Yeah, because apparently, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, it's someone still said, in place. Like, that guy needs yeah. to die because of Islamic law. So that's my rule. According to and some they, people, and they almost to, got like, him. Yeah, was it thirty years later? Twenty yeah. years later. Something but that's like what that. yeah, I guess they asked before. So yeah. um it's a yeah. bit like declaring somebody an outlaw in twelfth century Iceland or something like that. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. That excommunication um, in the Catholic well, they don't kill you, they just dump you from the church. What Catholics? Uh, um, excommunication. When it's a are whole, we talking about that Catholics? Is, that is a whole much more complicated. Catholics thing. kill a ton of people. Yeah. Well, part of the point of excommunication <laughs> is you're thrown out of the church and then it's okay to kill you. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so, we were – let's get back to uh, – Current day <laughs> atrocities as opposed to historical ones. Bombs. Ugh. 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 Well, that's well, actually – Some of the oh, descriptions – I was going to say in some of the footage is horrifying. Yeah. You know what? What Hamas did, what the gunmen did, absolutely. They, uh, Going in and there, yeah, the wall and their crazy flying machines. Now, of course, all the immigrants will have flying machines and come across our wall. So, oh, have you seen the machines? Don't. They're pretty cool. I have they're seen like them. hang gliders. I, I yeah, have seen hang the gliders with a motor. But th- yeah. yeah, like don't don't compare, like, you know. People, you know, people trying to flee and become refugees and seek asylum in the USA coming from, say, El, El Salvador and Guatemala and whatever. Uh, that's the, the people, people sort of coming up through Mexico to the southern border. Like there is no comparison to. Uh, Sorry, I was thinking drug, the drug transfer folks. But yeah, just yeah. like when they had the 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 um, T-shirt cannon, they were shooting pot across the. Well, when we remember we first, I have no idea. This is this is actually one of the yeah. Well, I mean, this is one of the (laughs) the little um, issues I have with sort of and and less with you in particular, Sue, but with the Republican Party in general. It's like they, you know, uh, Republican rhetoric has been framing like the the southern border crisis and securing the border, like it's you know like were the Israelis trying to bottle the Palestinian people. Bottle up the Gaza Strip and keep people yeah, in there and whatnot. Just, 
and 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 we're we're worried they're gonna come bursting out look (laughs) in terms of the narco trafficking they you know when they built submarines to like smuggle things in back in the 80s like that was you know already they were like you know way ahead of the curve there so sue they're capitalists they have to innovate to to keep going you know exactly have to keep hungry have to have to keep moving um (laughs) you should respect that so actually so one thing i we got a few minutes left and one thing i wanted to touch on uh because i've been thinking about this a lot uh so uh uh Regular listeners, or at least people who happened to be listening last week when we had our good friend Paki Vyland on, uh, uh, in the second half, Paki was talking about uh, her peace activist work and advocating uh, the U.S. disentangling itself from uh, supporting Ukraine in its war to defend itself from a Russian invasion. And I disagreed pretty – I disagreed pretty strongly with that position. Um, but – uh people uh you know and the day after that episode aired we then have uh Hamas attacking Israel and people are saying well we must stand with Israel and the US must support uh uh, uh Israel militarily and I, i'm i am not nearly as as sanguine about that um interesting I, yeah i i and i i really thought about it and um you know, it's not that I I I don't want good relations with nations around the world. It's not that I, you know, want bad things to happen to uh, people in Israel or people in Gaza. You know, whatever. I don't I don't want uh, uh, these mass killings, these massacres to happen. I, I I want people to live happy, safe, prosperous lives whatever their language and ethnicity and so forth, whatever country they live in. But I think I would say that the difference right now, the reason why I'm, I, I'm, I don't want the U.S. to just keep selling arms to the Israelis uh, indefinitely, and I'm okay with us supporting the Ukrainians uh, for the foreseeable future, is that in the Ukraine, it's, it's equivalent to uh, – the Ukraine is in the situation that Palestine was in 1948. Like there are these people who have come here and they are trying to seize territory. And uh, the people who are living there, they're like we've been living here for centuries, for generations. This is our home. You know, we built this house or whatever, Uh, you know, and we don't want it to be taken away from us by these invaders. That I, I totally understand. I, I, I think it makes sense that uh, to support uh, people in their struggle of self-defense, um, but in in Ukraine, like it's still new, it's still happening, and supporting Ukraine actually is materially contributing to that. Uh, just the situation in Israel is different. I I I think it's legitimate to to say that Israel is. You know that that Israel is 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 has set itself up on conquered land, um, in what the Palestinians I mean, refer to as it, the Nakba. But regardless, it happened seventy five years ago. Like it's a fait accompli. Like whole generations of people have grown up in Israel, in much the same way that it's a fait accompli. Like you know, generations of people have grown up in the United States of America. You know. 
I think I think uh, an important thing to remember, especially about this war, and and I think this works. This uh, adds to your to your thought process about this is Please. that this is not a, a an equal war. Like the Israel Palestine conflict is not like when some people. Well, neither talk is the war it, between Ukraine and Russia. Well, but. this is what I'm. This is what I'm. This is what I'm talking about. Like they, they this mm-hmm. is not. A, they are not an equal footing. Some, some of them have, like one side has far less technology and far less support. Um, mm. and the it, it a lot of people forget about that in in terms of Ukraine, the. Basically, basically the in Ukraine, like you said, it's it's the it's a big dog like attacking attacking a little dog like out of like basically out of nowhere. You yeah. Know? Um, this is like they were just sitting around and, bam! Now now Russia was like, nah, this is ours now, yeah. and the the like I like for me the reason that I say like um, this is complicated. We shouldn't rush into things and supporting either side is uh is problematic to say the least mm. versus ukraine's like yeah ukraine like support them is because they are working on the back foot against an aggressor and even if into they their were territory into their territory into their land th- yeah, i mean like I, like i agree with like mike like in the end it's the it's it's the fact that when we look at the Israel like anything to do with Israel we always think about Israel as the lesser we always think about them being on the defense the and that's not underdogs. true anymore it's it's We've not true we farmed them anymore. for years billions exactly. of dollars of stockpiles they have and well it's been certainly true and everything it's in, in contrast not- to the palestinians uh, you know like if, in terms of if all the other nations around them were to attack them israel would definitely be the underdog and exactly. they are worried yeah. about that that's all that's yeah, yeah. You, yeah. but yeah, do you want to hear the one good thing oh yeah there's a good thing kind <laughs> of okay sure let's hear it yeah terrible terrible good thing okay so the same reporter that was talking about the human rights watch and all that she was reporting about uh um folks in the settlements are afraid now because the the military has been proven to not be able to protect them and they're leaving the settlements um near the west bank which is where the incursions have been into the property of the palestinians on the west bank and um hezbollah is very upset about it but because they're afraid the settlers are leaving the settlements, they're banning in them. Hmm. And I think that's a good thing because that's the first step towards a, a two-state solution. So it's very narrow and very dark, but I thought it was I, positive. I so. don't know if we're – I think we're going – we're leading into a one-state solution at this point. But uh, I'm – I can remain hopeful as, as you, Sue. And, and arguably that's <laughs> the whole thing that – Prime Minister Netanyahu has wanted this whole time. But yeah, I hear the music. So, um, oh, man. Um, Yeah. Um, Netanyahu won't confirm what he's going to do with the land after he drives the Palestinians out of Gaza. Yeah. Well, our hearts go out to everybody in uh, that part of the world who's mourning the loss of their loved ones. Either to uh, uh, a, an attack by Hamas or by the Israeli Defense Force or 
random collateral damage and uh you know and hey you know well also uh to the the armenian people in uh uh driven out of nagorno-karabakh by the azerbaijanis uh in another Good act point. of ethnic cleansing because hey yeah it's it's all going on i didn't really like the music right now so yeah it doesn't it really yeah. yeah yeah it's cool um but, but anyway we, we, should we should wrap it up yeah yeah so uh, that's going to do it for Civil Politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, coming up next is Subculture, followed by Table of Contents at 10, and then OK Asia at midnight. Uh, you can contact us by emailing contact at civilpoliticsradio.com. Uh, and uh, you can listen to us all over again over the air Monday at 4 p.m. Or check us out as a podcast anytime you like, starting tomorrow morning. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. And uh, – uh, Dona nobis pacem, everyone. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.